This is not a, a, a mission to shoot the messenger. Mr. Dereta is not a messenger. He was in charge of an institution. He was responsible in terms of his contractual obligations by virtue also of his position as CEO for whatever Eskim did or did not do. And his expressions about corruption are nothing new. We've all said it before his time, during his time, and we'll say it after his time, which is a point I tried to illustrate earlier on. It's nothing new there. What is new and interesting, and the South African public would be interested in this, was he recording every conversation that he had with everybody? Was he more interested in writing a book that would uh, mask his legacy as far as performance at Eskom is concerned? Uh, and is that what this book is about? Because if the message is there's corruption at Eskom, we've all heard it before. And that's not, as you correctly point out, the issue. The issue is what are you doing about it? And what are the law enforcement agencies doing about it at the, at the end of the day? And what are each of us contributing to minimizing the possibilities of corruption? Because we want to see a society where this phenomenon does not exist in any form. So this is not about shooting the messenger. This is not this poor little guy that's being attacked. I mean, he, he, he goes into personal descriptions of all sorts, I, I hear. I haven't read the book. Um, is that necessary to give an account of what you did or didn't do at an institution like Eskom in order to explain to people why Eskom is where it is today after three years of, of his stint there at the, at the end of this period? If you are in charge, you are in charge. If you are in charge, the buck stops with you. If you are in charge, you must show a sense of responsibility and if you haven't accomplished your mission, show a sense of remorse. I'm sorry, South Africa. I tried my best. I couldn't do better than what I did. That's what was required. So forgive me for disagreeing with you uh, as far as that is concerned. And then you don't go around making allegations about individuals. That's character assassination to defend yourself. And some would say that's narcissistic behavior at the end of the day. But uh, we're not here to analyze his psychology. <laughs> we, we are looking at the far more important things as a country. Minister Godan also added that he does not know anything about a private investigation conducted by Dereta while still at Eskom. As far as the so-called uh, Dereta project is concerned, that he did not discuss the project with me at any, any length. He merely in passing, and I'll give you the chronology of events in a moment, said, I'm doing this because uh, the law enforcement guys are not coming to the party. And I'm raising, I'm not using ESCOM money. I'm raising the money privately, and I've told the chair about it. What he told the chair, I don't know. But today we discover that the project actually started in January 2022. The interaction I'm talking about happened sometime late in June or July 2022, six months later. So 
he was operating uh, on his own uh, free will, so to speak, uh, on this project. And of course, at the same time, it seems he was writing a book as well, rather than focusing on his job uh, of keeping the power stations going and providing electricity to South Africa. So for six months, I didn't know anything about this project, nor did I know anything about the details of what he was up to. So it was just mentioned in passing. His was not a request for approval because I was neither asked nor did I give it. And therefore, this was an initiative of his own. And today, it's clear that the business sector provided some or all of 50 million rands. Although there's some differences about who provided what number at what stage. I also had no knowledge of the BLSA, uh, of the fact that BLSA was funding this project until it became publicly disclosed in recent uh, days and weeks. Um, to the extent that I'm aware, there were no reports to the Eskom board, either the previous one or the current one, and uh, nothing was placed before the risk committee, audit committee, or any other structure of the, of the ESCOM board as well. There's certainly no correspondence that we've received in the department uh, in this particular regard as well. Minister Kodan also said that he cannot deny a links between the ANC and state-owned companies, although admitting that there should be a separation of powers. There are a number of other assertions that have been made uh, in that interview that you refer to and elsewhere. I'm going to respond to some of them. Eskom is not just a feeding trough for the ANC, as the former CEO alleges. There have been instances where there's been a link, and one can't deny that, between institutions like Chancellor House and some of the projects that have been undertaken. But at the same time, uh, it's important to recognize that in multi multinational institutions like ABB, SAP, local companies like Trillion, and the construction companies uh, with whom some litigation and some negotiations are still continuing between Eskom and themselves and a plethora of others are and have been feeding off uh, the uh, Eskom situation itself. There certainly needs to be a separation, in my, in my view, between the state and the party, uh, and hopefully we will move more in that direction in the coming years. So, ascribing everything and every problem to a political organization, rather than having uh, the sense of responsibility that accompanies the CEO's position, which says, I am also going to do my bit to ensure that uh, corruption on the scale that I find it will not be allowed to continue on, on my watch to the extent that I can, within the resources and capabilities I have, uh, am able to do so. Is corruption costing Eskim a billion a month? I don't know. I haven't done the accounting. But this is not a new revelation, as I've indicated. 
have stated publicly, uh, as I've indicated earlier on today, that Mpumalanga is certainly a crime scene. There are lots of actors, both outside of Eskom and within Eskom, who are collaborating to undermine procurement and other processes, supply counterfeit parts, um, do a poor job in terms of maintenance of units uh, when they have outages. Uh, and all of that is done to ensure that they get more work at the end of the day and make more money. And uh, the relentless <laughs> greed that drives people in this direction uh, continues in, on an unmitigated basis. And uh, Minister Godan ended by making an assurance uh, that a total collapse of the grid is unlikely, as noted by the current ISCOM CEO, uh, Khalif uh, Qasim.